Welcome to the Healthy Pore Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Buggy, and I'm joined by the beautiful Tita Kiss and the illustrious Shimana Powder. How are we doing tonight? Hi. Thanks for having me, ladies. I am very excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very good. I'm very good. <laughs> we are here. It's such a special day as well, and we didn't really planned it this way, but it just happened to yeah, so it's, I think it's very cool. Very cool. Yes, yes. I feel lines. very cool. Yeah. Pizza <laughs> and I were going down a list of like guests we would love to have on here, and she mentioned you. And it wasn't a question of if, but when. And right now, it just seems like the perfect time with the new moon energy. Yeah, it's the perfect timing. So. Actually, my rising is in Scorpio, so. Perfect. And a few days ago, I asked you if you would like to add in any rituals or any prayers that you would like to add to the podcast yes just a little breathing and connecting to our sacred temple before we start perfect yes okay then let's start i hope you're comfortable breathing and as you breathe out you can close your eyes and just start Observing your breath, breathing in and out, coming to the present moment. And drop your awareness first to your heart center. Observe how you feel today. If you have some fears or a little anxiety or worry, just breathe it out. And then drop your awareness to your sacred temple, into your womb. You can feel your yoni, your womb. And try to feel how she feels today, your sacred temple. And if you have any discomfort or worries, anxiety, maybe pain, just breathe out. Breathe it out through your yoni into the earth. Let Gaia hold you. And as you feel your womb, imagine that there is a closed bud of rose and with every breath this closed bud is starting to open up
it becomes brighter and bigger with each breath. And breathe in light, love and care through your heart, into your womb to nourish this rose. Feel the power, feel the essence of your womb. Feel the beautiful smell of this rose. And from your womb, start breathing it out into your cells, in your body, into your legs, into your arms, into your heart, into your whole body. Feel your cells filling up with this beautiful energy of the rose. Breathe it up into your breasts. And you can feel your whole body as with every breath, you are radiating this beautiful energy, this beautiful smile, of the rose, your power, your sacred energy into your surroundings, it reaches your loved ones, And just feel your body radiating with your feminine essence. And send an inner smile and gratitude into your sacred temple. into your heart, into your third eye, and give thanks to the earth, to Gaia, that she's guiding you. And give thanks to the source or the universe for the guidance 
And you can put your hands together in front of your chest. With all this gratitude for this present moment. And when you feel ready, you can gently open your eyes. Mm. Welcome. Thank yes. Thank you. Wow. How do you feel? I do have to add something. I don't know if it's if you guys have a window open or it's me, but I hear a, a beautiful bird song and I've heard I it started right as soon as you started. <laughs> well, maybe it's my um inner bird chirping <laughs> i don't know i don't I have the window open i haven't heard them all day and then as soon as we started they're like singing the entire time i was like oh <laughs> maybe it's in your head <laughs> spirit animals trying to communicate with you <laughs> yeah actually if i uh, look at you laura i i see colibri I don't know if anybody, uh, hummingbird, sorry. I just okay. said the Hungarian oh, word, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's something sorry. that I wanted to ask you, like to, like um, teaching me some like Hungarian statements, sentences, yeah. things like that, yeah. Chance even, oh, I would love some. But yeah, so you see hummingbirds around me? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just so colorful and warm and yeah. Hmm. Now that you said the bird, that's what came into my mind. Yeah. Actually, today um, I had a meditation and I um, called my spirit animals and I do have a hummingbird. So maybe our hummingbirds now chirping and <laughs> drinking all the juicy nectar. Mm, nice. Talking about birds today, I, I, I made a connection with a, with a crow. And, but you know, it wasn't the black I one, it was, frogs, a, yeah. mm -hmm. it was like a grayish one. And I just had a walk by the river and there was this dead tree in front of a beautiful yellow leafy tree. And this big bird was just sitting there and watching. So I, I stopped and we had, had a little moment and Dr. obviously had enough of me and flew away. But on the way back, I saw it again, sitting in the same spot and mm -hmm. it was like, I swear it recognized me. You know, I could see. They that. do. They, they are very clever birds and uh, mm -hmm. spiritually they are gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. So when you mm -hmm. are going through a phase or something, maybe to the new moon today, mm -hmm. yeah, all the rebirth energies. <laughs> yeah. Heavy. Helping you Heavy. cross the threshold. <sighs> yeah but anyway you have been just doing a woman's circle tonight is that correct no uh well yes but uh, <laughs> usually on thursdays um i have my dance lessons tribal fusion belly dance Mm -hmm. yeah i've been belly dancing for like i don't know forever since i was 13 years old and I did classical belly dance 
And when I moved to Budapest, um, I wanted something more exciting and more grounded and more powerful. Mm. So tribal fusion belly dance is my love, love, love for like 10 years now. Actually, I had the chance to to try uh, one lesson with Zoe because a couple of weeks ago uh, they did a dance master workshop, workshop and yeah. I was like, yeah, I have to go, I have to go. It was just the right um, subject for me to experience with other uh, women and uh, also uh, Judith was there who is the leader of this dance group mm-hmm. and she is just so fun and yeah. i never done a tribal belly dance before but i did take a couple of normal belly dance but this was just so much more fun i have to say yeah because i was i was watching your instagram posts about that and i was always so curious about it so i would love to hear more about your experience with that so you should really say how this because I thought you already done before this. Uh, this was the first one. You said that one. was the first one. And uh, yeah, tell us more. Yeah, this was the first one. And um, in my journey, I uh, at one point, I needed to realize that without my roots and without connecting to my ancestors, uh, well, I'm nothing or I can't be as stable as I want to be. So um, I started asking my grandparents, my mom, I made a beautiful family tree. Uh, And actually Judith inspired me to do that because um, she has, uh, well, her family has this website and she was uh, really digging deep into her ancestors. So I was inspired by that. And um, then it just came to my mind, why wouldn't we make a workshop on that? Because she can talk about her uh, journey, her ancestors. Um, I can do the ceremonies, the rituals, and uh, she can uh, teach us a little choreography to connect with them, Hmm. be rooted more to free ourselves. And I'm, I'm really glad that Dita, you came and yeah, experienced that. Because I wasn't supposed to be in Hungary on that day. And after it turned out that I was, and I was like, yeah, I just have to go. I just have to go. And it was so emotional. And everybody was very emotional, I have to say. It was such a beautiful space to share. You know, everybody could be really um, vulnerable you know there yeah. was no judgment there was no any feeling like that just women hearing each other and supporting each other emotionally it was it was really great what were you finding was coming up to the surface for you Tita during that um Interestingly, I thought it will be quite heavy and heavy on my dad and my dad's side of the family because that's more um, troubled for me. But I saw my great granny, who I didn't really remember that much because I was like eight or nine when she passed. But you know, it just brought 
that loving energy of my granddad side of the family. So there was a lot of lot of my grandpa. And actually, that was uh, the workshop was on my grandpa's birthday too. So it was also very interesting actually that that happened at the same time. Synchronicity. Well. Yeah. So yeah, but actually that was also very um, interesting to hear the others' stories. Mm -hmm. You know. Like in in a way, I think it was more beneficial because you could understand that you are not alone with this confusion and pain. Mm -hmm. Everybody and all of us is going through very similar, um, you know, emotional processes. And actually, you did said a sentence, and it's still in my head that it's our responsibility to free them, you know, to forgive them and all that pain that they experience it's now our it's a chance to to free free them all mm -hmm. so yeah yeah that's it's similar to something that I'm going through now because at eight o'clock tonight EST um I have a zoom call with one of my close friends that I met last year through randomly through a Facebook live and at the time I was, I kept saying this mantra to myself and I have been ever since then, but that mantra is I'm calling in soul aligned energy. And, and then we connected. I just instantly felt that support, even though we met the same way that you and I did Tita through Instagram, mm -hmm. through Facebook, mm -hmm, yeah. um, 2021. <laughs> and mm -hmm. we're, we're slowly creating this community of like-minded people and um knowing that you're experiencing that in person is huge because that's what we're that's what we're so hungry for now it's beautiful thank you it was really really beautiful and if anybody has the option to to do something like this with zoe or you know i'm sure other people are doing this in every country just go and do it's going to be heavy but as Zoe said you can't you, you can't develop you can't go to your next level without without looking back and sorting out these yeah things. without strong roots mm -hmm. you know and knowing your roots and to know where you come from it's a must mm -hmm. if you want to know where you're going so Mm -hmm. And now that you say it, I mean, think about it, all these uh, Jamaican reggae songs are all about this. And I always just thought that it's just a, always just a, a Jamaican nationalism in a way. But now after this few couple of months, they all it's all in the lyrics. You have to connect with your root because that's yeah. what's going to heal mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, uh, talking about sensuality, the first uh, time we met with Zoe was, uh, I don't even know how you named that event, because I just called it Sensual Wine Meditation, uh, but th that was something like that. Zoe invited to meet with her friends, and uh, I brought some wine, and we did some meditation, a wine tasting, and some uh, intuitive dance in the end. Mm. Uh, wearing, uh, you know, my friend's beautiful kimonos. Well, Zoe was wearing this beautiful red kimono. And, it's my yeah. mother's. 
Mm, yeah. Was my mother's because I took it. <laughs> <laughs> now it's yours. Not giving it to Connecting anyone. with my roots. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was also a magical, a magical evening. We just thought it was going to be a couple of hours and at 12 30 we were like, shit, we need to get home. Yeah. The girls asked me, well, I said like, two hours. And it was like five, six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were so into dancing and it was as long as it needed to be yeah yeah mm. it's just such a great you know it's so i just said that, that it's just so strange to get together with women without having that constant uh, you know little fights and jealousy and competition you know when you're just like off your guards and you're just trying to have a good time with these women it's just amazing the energies were just great and it was such a beautiful space because we didn't know each other like we are instagram friends you know and it turned out that she's <laughs> hungarian and i was like oh yay <laughs> and she said that she's coming to hungary so and she didn't even know my friends but it was a beautiful space mm. Yeah. So yeah, Instagram is great. I mean, I have a very bad relationship with it, but it has its, its yeah. good bits goes. Yeah, <laughs> and chips. But yeah, my question, I have my notes and I'm not leaving it to chance. Uh, what inspired you, Zoe, uh, to start working with women? Well, um, I would say my journey inspired me because um i had to go through some stuff <laughs> and um some difficulties in my life depression addictions when i moved to budapest and um i thought this can't be life you know this suffering is it's not okay so I um, started doing yoga and started to go to therapy um, and other things. And uh, um, once at one point I realized, um, okay, this is good. I have to show it to other women, you know, because I always looked for guidance outside and with these methods, and as I was healing, um, I found my inner shaman or goddess, you know. And I wanted to show this to other women that, yes, I can show you techniques, but you have to do the work, but mm -hmm. you can find your inner power, inner goddess, you know, healer and you can heal yourself. Mm -hmm. But first is the responsibility that you have to take for yourself. That's the word I was waiting for is responsibility for things that we've been through and are trying to heal. Yes. Yeah. It's not an easy journey, but that's the only journey really. How did you utilize your wisdom into making a business and securing and energetic space where women are created are creating 
healthy relationships themselves and those they encounter. Yeah, well, um, as I said, I had to walk the walk to do the, <laughs> to talk the talk. And um, first it was just my healing journey, but at point um, I had to think about other women. So I was like, okay, how can we do that? Mm, women's circles, that sounds good. And um, I've always wanted to be, you know, a priestess or a witch. And when I was a little kid, like 10, 11 years old, mm, I went to these witch camps and um, it was very, very fun. And we made these little meditations, you know, with herbs. And um, then, you know, life happened. And um, when I became, I don't know, 25 or 26, I was like, okay, what do I want to do? I want to be a witch. Okay, how do you do that? So um, I transformed my healing journey. And um, to make it a business, I really had to tune in with my feminine essence, you know, and my cyclic nature. Uh, because the society wants us, you know, to work like men and to be there from, I don't know, from morning until the afternoon, work, eight hour shifts. But um, if you do your business from a feminine flow, it's much, much easier mm -hmm. to know when to hold back when to expand and um, until this day I'm showing this kind of method to to the women who came who come to me so hmm. that's really reminiscent of my friend Alyssa and Tita I know you follow her also she has a similar space on Instagram. I think it's solely on Instagram and Zoom right now because of COVID and everything. But I believe that if it wasn't, if we weren't in that circumstance, she would be having those in-person circles. And, um, but she has been a major um, part in helping a lot of women in somatic healing. Yeah, because um, sometimes people think that, oh, spirituality, spirituality and shamans and priestesses, but without this, we are women and that is huge and mm -hmm. you do have the power and if they are not spiritual, they can also come because these techniques that we do uh, visual we visualization using your voice um touching you know massage mm -hmm. dancing maybe um you have to work with your soul but also you have to work with your body with your room space and with these ancient techniques these do work so it's not about believing in something mm -hmm. it's about doing the work so it's not much hocus pocus you know if you take responsibility and if you do the work mm -hmm. then your life 
will change. But some people think that, oh, this is not my cup of tea, you know, and it's huge. I'm not like that. So they don't do it. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's not that difficult. I think this is a perfect time to reintroduce our Zoom space that we were doing during the summer that we both took a hiatus for um, the last couple of months. But Tita and I were doing this Zoom space where I was teaching Shakti yoga in the morning and she was leading sensual dancing in the evening for every full moon. So this full moon, we're bringing that back again. And to be honest, I've been, I've really been feeling that lack of not doing that. So I'm excited yeah, to bring I'm that back again. Yes, I said a holiday, not supposed to be this long. <laughs> I'm supposed to be back in the UK in the end of September, really. But, but life happens. Yeah. Life happens. Yeah. But yeah, it will be nice to to get back to our little sensual routine and, you know, do the yoniac practice. And yeah. it's hard when you are li living in your granny's house, you know, it's... <laughs> one of those those things you should introduce but... the yoni act practice to your grandma oh, oh my god i can't imagine that yeah i'm um, just you know imagining the scene <laughs> i was just gonna say like speaking of connecting on instagram that's how tita and i connected and back in back in july we were trying to think like when we connected and we're like it doesn't matter when but just that we did and um, I think in our first episode, the introduction episode to this podcast, you actually said, I feel like I've known you for years. So I just felt mm. like comfortable essence. So I was like, oh, <laughs> same. But this is how we, we met with Zoe as well. I don't really remember how long we've been following each other or who followed who. Yeah. A year, maybe. Mm -hmm. Ma magical container. Yeah. But what I wanted to uh, just add to what Zoe said that, you know, she's doing all this spiritual healing thing in a country that is deeply like religious, even the government is, you know, goes with this crazy strict, you know, a woman has to stay at home and have lots of children. And, you know, there was a big article about how yoga is something from the uh, from the, the devil yes the, the devil you know like this is the the country we are talking about and we are in yeah, currently i live in <laughs> so to to find these girls you know it's just really good because it means that even though that's the propaganda in the country you can still get your researches and you do your spiritual development Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, the space is opening and women are thirsty for things like women's circles, doing yoga together, going hiking together, have sensual wine meditations together, like in person, mm -hmm. because connecting online is fun, but it's very, very different if you are there, if you can touch each other, hug each other, connect in person, feel each other's energy. Mm. Have you ever been in a woman's circle, Laura? No. <laughs> because, I mean, I said on last week's episode with John that I was raised Catholic, so it, there was no mm. there too. was no space for me to, yeah, there was no real space for me to have that environment 
Um, and then I think when I like moved out on my own, I was really more of a, like I was open to connections and things like that, but I was really, I was really more focused on creating my own craft and um, building up my own power myself so that I could teach that to people and share that to people. Um, and that's really been my path throughout everything. So um, I was never really drawn to any sort of woman's circle, but I think I, I know what you're trying to say. Mm -hmm. I was also the same. Well, it was not something, you know, I was like, um, I didn't think that I'm longing for an experience like yeah. this. Yeah. And, you know, I just made I her I do arrived. that. So. <laughs> yeah. But, no you choice. know, because I did it, I, I now know that how important that is actually to experience it. But you just have to to arrive to that. It's something that if it's presented to me, I will um, partake in. But the opportunity mm -hmm. just hasn't been presented to me yet. And I think those things will find you. So if yeah. you need to be there, yeah. you will be there. Exactly. I do believe in that. Yeah. It's not something I'm looking for, but it will find me when the time is right. Maybe it was, it is just a sign that you should visit Hungary. <laughs> I love that every single episode. She's like, hey, so come visit. <laughs> okay, I'm coming. Oh. There you go. <laughs> you heard it here. And we make a little circle or a bigger one. Who knows? There you go. There you go. I sort out your schedule, everything. You can come and eat at my granny's. She's a nice lady. She makes lovely tea. Yes, yes. She's a typical Hungarian granny, you know, loves feeding you. Mm, yeah. I love you. eating, so that works. <laughs> Yeah, she should be like you then. <laughs> so Zoe, um, going back to more serious um, <laughs> notes, uh, do you face any difficulties to get out to the public or is it quite easy for you? Do you have to deal with censorship as such? Um, when I started doing the business, I uh, used to put some advertisements on my, you know, women's circles and posts and stuff. And then I um, tuned in with my feminine methods, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm building up the energy. I am radiating. So those women will find me. Mm. So, um, and about censorship, I, luckily, I don't have uh, any issues with censorship and I don't want any issues, <laughs> but um, it's a conscious decision that I write my posts in Hungarian. So I cannot be found that easily. And, um, I do write about sexuality and sensuality, but um, I'm very careful, but not because I'm afraid, 
I want to do it like, you know, I am clever and tricky enough to, to hide where they don't see me and those women will find me and and I can reach them through my post and through my energy hmm. yeah I just asked this question because obviously at the minute uh, Instagram and Facebook is running a modern age witch hunt on everybody who is talking about sexuality yeah it's like modern witch problems. hunt mm-hmm. yeah crazy and you know seeing all all the educators i've been following like losing their pages you know i'm in a constant anxiety with with it all being gone um but that's why i started my own website and you know doing blog posts now and by the way so is going to be my guest blog writer going yes, forward so you can find her in english on that page <laughs> but yeah we might do um some announcement on social media as well yeah but yeah it's just crazy censorship did you have any problem uh, laura with your pages remember during the summer with um conjured essence when that was taken down mm-hmm. i had to start it again that was really disheartening <laughs> and that was also quite a new page wasn't it well, was it, did you have it? i wasn't very active on there but that was up since last fall. Um, but again, like I only had a few posts on there. I only had a few followers and that was taken down. So mm-hmm. these bigger Instagram influencers with their big communities are really being affected by this. So mm-hmm. it's affecting everyone. Yeah. Yeah, but we are very happy that Zoe didn't have to face any problems so yeah and i hope it will be like that yes in the future but i like witchy things as well so i know how to make you know these little protection bubbles Mm -hmm. even for Mm -hmm. instagram accounts you know so yeah yeah you can hide them with an invisibility cloak and they won't find you yeah people might not know this but every page that I have are all set with intention and I have also very important yeah every post I make has a special intention um where people will find it if they feel moved to that's my big thing that I always say if you feel moved to follow if you feel moved to like follow through with it if not it's okay uh that's why I do not use hashtags because mm-hmm. I don't want everybody to find me. Mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. those that are drawn or, you know, feel the connection. Mm-hmm. Well, I never really noticed that you haven't used the uh, hashtags. When I started my page, uh, I started it in English and I use hashtags. But like after, I don't know, six, seven, ten, I don't know, posts, I started writing in Hungarian. Um, first, it wasn't a conscious decision, but now I know that this is for the best. Mm. Mm. Smart. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now we have to think about my my stretch it stretches. Stretch. 
And of course, strategy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and of course, patriarchy wants us, you know, dead. Well, not dead, but birthing machines. Mm-hmm. But we do have, as women, we do have our ways. We will have our ways. And that's the most important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with it being right after All Saints Day, when we take our masks off, quote unquote, is there anything taboo that you have encountered during your practice that was, or maybe still triggering for you? Hmm. When I think about taboos, um, of course, death and sexuality are the main ones. Mm-hmm. But for me, it they've never been taboos um since my childhood um i feel like a gatekeeper um and the bridge between the words and between life and death and my actual name is zoe and it's greek and it means life but in greek uh, they usually write uh, write it not with an O, but with an omega, which is the last letter. So life, but it also has the end in it. And it's, this reassured me that, okay, this is the right path. So death and sexuality wasn't the main deal, but um, with deep love and receiving love and giving love to myself is sometimes still triggering (laughs) yeah Mm. have you found have you found a connecting factor among the women that you work with as a triggering um self-love and um issues with men and the masculine energy and also connecting to their own true nature and feminine essence because you know when we are born we bring you know this package but we learn patterns and we get wounds and we have you know this mother wound and the father wound and maybe sister wound and um And if you do not work on those, so I usually say to women when they come to me that here is your package. And if you work on your birth, your relationship with your mother and father, and um, then you are at the zero point. So you are not in minus, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you can start building your own life. And um, usually um, these women have uh, issues with integrating these negative aspects of themselves, you know, the shadows, um, heartbreaks, receiving and giving love, but it all comes back to your little package and baggage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
was so interesting and so true. I mean, I'm at the moment studying psychology and counseling, and actually I'm studying about this, that how these behavior patterns are actually starting from these very early stages between age three to five when we first um, realize life and society through our parents. So those first interactions going to model all the reactions we are doing in the adulthood. So if you think about it, that you're having relationship problems, it's actually the two five years old in the both of you who are uh, shouting and screaming. And that is the reality. And that's, it's just (laughs) crazy. It all comes back how your parents loved you or didn't love you. And after, yeah, it's the primal brain that coordinates your reactions and without having someone who can hold up that mirror, it can be a good friend, it can be your partner, someone who you trust enough to take this kind of um, pointing out, if you wish. Mm-hmm. And because obviously if somebody is telling into your face that oh you did that and that and you're such a bad person you just usually get offended and hurt and sulky you know the little five years old like no no yeah and it's all about inner child healing because... yes and after you become the victim in the situation but actually once you calm down and think about back what happened mm-hmm. and see that what that person was trying to tell and just check that is that true how can i how can i check it and after you just start to notice it when it comes up again and again and that's when it's like oh yeah yeah yes because it's when if you tune in and if the three or five year old little zoe still crying about i don't know big things little things doesn't really matter if the inner child is still crying, hurt, abuse, whatever, uh, you cannot move forward in life. And now you are the adult. So you have to be the mother and the father for your inner child and heal it because you, mm-hmm. you, unless you won't have a normal quality relationship, you know, mm-hmm. and connections. Yeah. It's a strong it's lesson. Intense. Yeah, it's quite heavy, but yeah. Yeah, but it's the one of the first steps to make on and the that's, Yeah, that's the scary thing, that this is just <laughs> the first step. I mean, I've been on it for, for a year and a half now, you know, like very deep. But with dark. the little words, you know, it yeah. gets better and better. Yeah, because that's the thing, that's the wonderful thing about the brain, that, you know, it, 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 it learns quickly. So it just needs someone to show that that neural path is not right. And after, after a couple of times, it learns that it needs to take another, another way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we can get there, but we and have to you get need uncomfortable. To those stuck emotions. Yeah. That's emotional alchemy, and it's very important mm-hmm. to feel the sadness, to feel the grief, mm-hmm. to cry, to punch the cushion or I don't know to do the somatic work that we talked about because you know trauma it's okay it's in your soul in your mind maybe but it's also in your body so you have to take it out from everywhere yeah actually I just had a chat with one of my good friends who is a male 
and um, we were, I don't even know how it came up, but you know, I just said that if I'm emotional, I cry, you know, that's my reaction. He said, well, he used to cry when he was little and everybody picked on him, so he's not crying ever again, but he's into fighting, so he goes to these big sores and hits things. And after we just started to have this conversation that actually it's so bad that our society doesn't really allow us to cry because it is, you know, makes others uncomfortable or you look weak, you know, all these things that you are. And if you are a woman, you're hysterical. And if you are a man, you are gay or weak or whatever. And it's so bad. Because the, the, the biology behind crying is that you know, when when it starts, it actually signals the brain to release all these hormones that are going to suit your nervous system. So that's yeah. a natural reaction to get rid of that thing mm-hmm. the easiest way. But if obviously it is something you have to learn again to allow yourself to to just cry. But what Zoe said that you know moving it through so that's when dancing and yoga comes in because you can actually get rid of it and just let your body deal with it you don't have to think how it looks just you don't even need music if you know you don't have it just jump and shake yeah and And that's why society is so distorted you know because we have like five six seven generations and they had to hold the tears back they fought in wars they um didn't have the time or chance to Mm. grieve and they had to hold everything back and now it's us that can turn this around and if you if we have women uh raised by adults who are mentally like five-year-olds you know in the relationships or three-year-olds but this is why we we have these women's circles here (laughs) to have the chance to to heal you know Hmm. yeah (sighs) (sighs) kind of said that i don't have wine now (laughs) what are we drinking what's our healthy pour Mine is That's a very good thing. The Brew Doctor Kombucha Love, the love flavor. And actually, um, I noticed this during the summer that this particular kombucha gives a percentage of their proceeds to like cleaning up the planet and um, different charities. So this is one of my favorites. Well done. <laughs> Yay. Zoe, what's your healthy pour? My healthy pour is water and I had some wine, but my <laughs> cup is empty from Villagne. Tita might know that. Mm-hmm. It's a nice um, wine region just down south Hungary. So yeah, lovely. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I have some rosé in the fridge, but I was scared that if I drink it, I'd be really tired. So yeah. I'm on tea black tea strong strong. yes sometimes it really hypes me up but sometimes it's not and i did i think last time uh, on our last episode i was drinking wine before i think like two glasses and i was like fighting you know not to pass (laughs) out (laughs) 
Do you have, Zoe, any favorite self-care self -care ritual that you like to follow and allows you to go back to your body and get sensual? Um, that's a nice question. Um, any kind of self-ritual is um, welcome because I had a very difficult connection to my body and um, I started connecting with my body like two years ago, um, like deeply connecting because um, I did some very unmature things back in my life and I really abused my body and um, she didn't like me at all and I didn't care so I had to slow down um, it was totally numb and I had to that's why I think Tita that's why I found you on Instagram because I started with um, toys and you know wands and eggs um, mm. and I found Yoni Pleasure Palace and maybe that's how I found you oh, and um, and I love showers and bath with I don't know herbs and salt but a nice coffee is very nice beautiful as well as a self care routine or when I take oh I um, I do buy flowers mm -hmm. I often buy flowers for myself and I um, I always do new moon and full moon rituals mm, so any kind of self-care self practice is very appreciated when I do that I don't have mm -hmm. a favorite because um, I, I do have a very difficult connection with my body. So, but now we, we love each other. I, I'm taking care of it, her. I'm pleased to hear. <laughs> uh, when, uh, when I was younger and I was um, suffering, uh, I have a lot of tattoos and the pain helped me go through these phases and to you know transform the pain and the suffering but now I I don't want any more tattoos because it hurts and I don't <laughs> want to hurt my body so this is a big change for me mm. yeah Laura, do you have any favorite self-care ritual you would like to share? Mm. They, a lot of my self-care rituals align with Zoe's. Um, I've moved away from using vibrators and toys like that, but more wands and my own hand, my lover's hand. I, right now, since my life is in such a transition, I haven't been sleeping very well. Like the other day, I maybe had 45 minutes of sleep. <laughs> and that was the day that I think I told you, Tita, that I was really sick, yeah. um, like nausea and dizziness and everything. And right now, just I'm really trying to focus on reconnecting with my body, even like 
through that sickness, through that illness that I was going through with all my stress of moving and things like that. So right now I'm really focusing on um, myself, my self-pleasure, um, cutting cords with people that are toxic that I've been holding on to mm-hmm. for way too long. Um, things like that. Like right now is very, it's a very dry period for me. I'm not really getting really deep in my self-care, but it's something that will take its time. It's not something that we Mm -hmm. ever want to force. So right now I'm not forcing myself to feel this pleasure, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. To reflect, I think it's so important to, to say what you just said, that it's okay if somebody doesn't feel the need i mean they they yeah it's completely fine we never i got the i get this question so often uh, mm-hmm. people asking that how, how how do you keep your libido up and be horny and sexy all the time i'm not you know it's yeah we are not it just it's it's not like that you know i always feel that you know our uni in a way has its own personality it mm-hmm. has its bad days and good days you know it goes through its cycle anyway and even though if you want to get intimate sometimes you just just won't succeed because it just she's not ready she doesn't want to do it yeah one of my lovers asked me yesterday he was like because he knows that I just moved back to Long Island. He was like, are you happy being being back? And I was like, no, because I feel so detached from everyone. And um, he asked me what I've, what I've really been up to. And I'm like, well, I started dating. Um, and that's something that I, because I'm polyamorous and I, I follow the, the energetic essence of celibacy and not... Um, having any lovers at you know any period of time that that always changes Mm. and that's always very flexible and I always let myself go through that cycle of being with myself only Mm. and my lovers that have been with me for years they give me that space and they're always ready and receiving when I'm ready to reconnect with them in a sexual way or in a sensual way even if I'm sending them sexual pictures or a text or a message Mm. that says I love you there will be a period of time where I'm not communicating with them at all and Mm. they understand where I'm coming from there they understand that that's not any animosity or we had a fight that I'm not bringing up and it's not about them yeah they understand that and it's a very healthy balance Mm. and getting to that point with um my lovers and myself to understand that completely has been something that I've wanted to get across to people that are questioning polyamory or even people in monogamous relationships, even, you know, to give Mm -hmm. yourself that authentic space that you don't always have to have a partner to be, to feel full. You have to fill yourself up first and give yourself Mm -hmm. that authentic time, you know? So that's where I'm at. Mm very well said very greatly said yeah I like that yeah cheers <laughs> cheers <laughs> that's a word for you in Hungarian so Zoe where can our listeners find you 
Um, I'm on Instagram and on Facebook, but I do write in Hungarian. So I don't know if I'm very exciting. Um, oh, sorry. And she's going to be writing in English, hopefully from this month um, or maybe from next month. We didn't agree. So winepleasurewanderers.com through the blogs. Yes. yes. But on Instagram, there is a translation option. So feel your message in essence. There's that option on there. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yes. And what's your Instagram handle? Powder Shamana, I think. I'm not I sure. I think so. I'm going to check. Uh-huh. Powder Shamana. Yeah, because it's um, female shaman power with a little powder. And Tita, where can our listeners find you? <laughs> so, um, Wine Pleasure Wanderers. So, that's the name for Instagram or winepleasurewanderers.com for my website. Beautiful. You can only find me on Instagram at Laura D. Buggy, Sway Element Co., and Conjured Essence After Hours. Zoe, thank you for joining Tita and I. On-